Thank you for listening to Podcast West Seattle. I'm your host, Andrew. On this episode of the podcast, we visit with the organizers of the South Delridge Farmers Market. The community has been very supportive Absolutely. and responsive to this this model. Um, the larger community, as well as our uh, African diaspora community. We also hear about welcoming the coho back to Fauntleroy Creek. Anyone's welcome to come with a drum of any kind. All of this and more is on Podcast West Seattle. At the time of this recording, it is Thursday, October 7th. Leaves are falling to the ground. Halloween decorations are popping up all over the neighborhood. A look at the weather shows highs in the mid-50s for the next week, lows in the mid-40s, with the weekend being slightly colder and wetter. Now let's check out some West Seattle headlines. It's been a while since we've checked in with the West Seattle bridge status. Still closed! But SDOT remains optimistic for a mid-2022 reopening. Meanwhile, the Port of Seattle is kicking in $9 million toward the $175 million price tag. We'll stay tuned for further developments, like an actual reopen date. A check of the Seattle Public Schools COVID dashboard shows cases continuing to increase in West Seattle schools, but just barely. 13 new cases since last week with no major specific outbreaks. For the most part, it would seem, so far so good. Also new this week, the Fauntleroy YMCA has opened. The hours are very abbreviated for now. The Fauntleroy Y is open mornings on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The West Seattle Family YMCA is open seven days a week. Now let's take a look at some upcoming events. For the last several years, one of West Seattle's rites of fall is the return of coho salmon to spawn in Fauntleroy Creek. I spoke with Judy Pickens about how the Fauntleroy Creek Watershed Council likes to mark the event. For several years, we've had a drumming to call the spawners in. We expect coho spawners in a good year. And something that some tribes used to do, at least, was replicate the sound of a female creating her red in the water. Um, And the drum does that pretty well. Anyone's welcome to come with a drum of any kind or a noisemaker, a rattle. Um, If you can't think of anything to bring, just bring yourselves. We drum and we sing and we sometimes tell stories. We try not to suggest that we are doing a Native American ceremony. That's not our intent to appropriate custom. We are simply using the rhythm of the drum in the way that Native Americans might have done to call in spawners. The drumming will be Sunday, October 10, starting at 4 in the afternoon and we will be doing it at roughly the corner of Southwest Director and Upper Fauntleroy Way. That's directly across from the ferry terminal. If you get to that intersection, you will hear the sound of a drum and just follow it down the long driveway to the creek level. Thanks, Judy. And thanks to the West Seattle blog for taking video of the event in years past. You can find those videos and much more on the West Seattle blog's YouTube channel. Another big event happening this weekend is the South Del Ridge Farmer's Market. 
I checked out the market last month and met with organizers from African Community and Housing Development. Good morning, welcome to the market. The second Saturday of each month, the Grounds of Hope Academy at 9421 18th Avenue Southwest transform into a farmer's market. Um, so as you can see, we're setting up. There's also stuff happening downstairs. I spoke with three of the market's masterminds. Uh, I'm Rachel Perlow. I use she, her pronouns, and I am the Director of Fund Development and Food Access at African Community Housing and Development. I'm Bilan Aiden. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the Associate Director for African Community Housing and Development. Hi, my name is Asia Adam. I am the Executive Director of Hope Academy. I uh, use she, her pronouns. I asked Bilan how the market got started. So the um, market stemmed off of the um, our youth urban farming program that was established in partnership with Hope Academy in 2019, where we served 18 youth to um, learn about food justice and also the community cafe model, helped the students uh, learn more about the needs of their community and uh, what what are some of the possibilities that we can bring more healthy foods to our community and the topic of a farmers market came about and so what Rachel our fund development director and food access director um, Asia and I uh, worked together to try to bring that farmers market to life in 2021. So that's where we are now. The goal of the market was obviously food access for the immigrant and refugee communities that live in South Delridge. Um, South Delridge is a USDA designated food desert, um, which means a lot of things, but specifically relates to uh, affordable food access, culturally relevant food access, and healthy food access. Um, And so we had a goal of bringing lots of culturally relevant and healthy and local and delicious food into the community and in the process support Uh, food-based businesses owned by people of color, by immigrants, by refugees. Um, And so we built our farmer's market model to be as accessible as possible for especially new kind of fledgling food businesses. With the idea in place, they needed a location. So so African Community Housing and Development and Hope Academy have had a long-standing relationship. It was amazing to have um, uh, Hope Academy and Asia and her um, leadership because she was able to provide the space for us um, to utilize. And it's a gorgeous courtyard. And so, yeah, thank you for for hosting us all these months. Oh, of course, of course. We're happy to have you guys here and to see the place come alive, especially since um, the pandemic made the place a bit of a desert and we didn't have the kids or any of the programs in person. And so we were more than excited to have the farmer's market here and see it brought to life. Next came the difficult work of figuring out the best way the market could get food to the people who needed it. And we we accept SNAP EBT and we match it with SNAP Market Match. We accept Fresh Bucks. We do um, WIC and Senior Checks. And then we also have our, we're lucky enough to have funding from the Albertsons Foundation um, to have our own ACHD internal voucher program. And so we have a lot of flexibility. If someone comes and says, I can't afford anything here, we just give them $20 and they can go spend that however they want. And then we also, um, any kids who come just get $5 um, because we think that uh, it's important for kids to feel like they have agency over what food they're putting in their bodies. And we think it's important for them to be able to, um, you know, try new things and experiment and go look at something they've never seen before and just see what it tastes like. We also purchase produce on the front end and pack it into bags um, and so that anyone, any family can just take a bag full of organic produce with them. Um, we do that because we know that there's a lot of shame and stigma around accessing um 
you know, quote unquote benefits. Um, and so we figure if everyone's getting a bag of produce, then families who are food insecure don't have to out themselves. Yeah, I uh, am here distributing all of the veggies. So we have all this awesome fresh produce. There's some yellow squash, onions, potatoes, all these funky little like funky little squashes, tomatillos, jalapenos, got some okra. A little bit of everything in every bag. You know, the bags aren't all exactly the same, but there's a bunch of good stuff in all of them. But food access is just one of many issues facing the communities that African Community and Housing Development is trying to serve. And this is where the South Delridge Farmer's Market gets creative. They're using the farmer's market as a format to deliver community services. Um, We're doing um, a bunch of work signing folks up for King County's Eviction Prevention and Rental Assistance Program today. And so lots of clients are coming to get enrolled in that program. I'm a case manager, so I'm helping people apply for rental assistance for our new program with King County. So today I think I helped about six, but on the average, with my coworkers and us case managers, we usually average about like 10 to 15, 16 applicants. Farmers markets are often thought of as purely capitalist institutions, but the organizers of this market see it more as a format for building a sustainable community. Majority of our vendors are people of color, um, and we were really deliberate about that in our recruitment because we wanted to make sure that um, we were providing economic opportunity for people of color, that we're providing culturally appropriate food for people of color, um, and just making sure that this was a space where, you know, white folks were not centered. Did you guys, did you get any food yet? But it is still primarily a farmer's market with food as the centerpiece. You gotta get the food, that's the whole point. I talked to a couple of the vendors at the market. So my name is Jalisa. Uh, My business is Chef Jalisa Culinary Co. We're a culinary company that provides many services like virtual cooking classes, private chef catering, and market vendor services as well. (laughs) I started when I was like 13. I used to make my mom be a server on the weekends at our house. And I used to turn our house into a restaurant. And so all my (laughs) family would come over and we would just cook and stuff. I'd cook for them. Uh, One of the beef queso uh, Sure. It's cold, and I was thinking, what do I make that will kind of warm people up? And I was thinking, hmm, I make a good chowder, and let's do a salmon chowder. So I chose a salmon chowder, and the hand pies always sell at any market I do. So I try to keep the hand mark, the hand pies on rotation for sure. My farm, I run Regeneration Farm along with my farm partner Antoine Wilson, and. Uh, uh, basically, our farm, we have two acres in the Sammamish Valley, and we uh, do, we, we grow um, lots of different produce, as well as berries, and uh, typically raise pork as well. And we do that with uh, what's called an agroforestry system on our farm. And agroforestry is essentially the combination of any types of agriculture with trees and it has a huge number of benefits environmental benefits benefits for the the crops sequesters carbon um, and then provides a lot of extra uh, products so we grow our tree crops are hazelnuts and then we do um, elderberries and blueberries and some specialty berries called aronia and honeyberries as well Um, and then all of our produce and our animals are raised in between those those rows of of perennials. So that's what our farm looks like and we do lots of education workshops and classes and bring out um, students all the time and um, talk about agroforestry and talk about how to farm um, in a way that's 
beneficial for the environment. You know, the community has been very supportive Absolutely. and responsive to this this model. Um, the larger community as mm -hmm. well as our uh, African diaspora community, and there are. Um, I'm just I'm just thrilled and excited that people are loving this model and um, want to support in any way. It's also been really cool to see all of the other farmers markets in Seattle. Um, those market managers have just been wildly supportive of us and have reached out and asked, like, how can we help? Um, I said my associate manager and I um, have gone to other farmers markets and shadowed the market managers there to kind of learn how they run things. Um, it's just been an incredible community Um effort everyone's come together and supported in really amazing ways so far the market has grown each month and more growth is certainly in the market's future um, and we are looking at expanding into a weekly program next year um, because we know that a big part of food access work is predictability and reliability and when you have to remember a specific date for each month it gets tricky um, and so we are currently working on securing funding to make sure that that can happen um, and we're really excited about the opportunities that that would provide for um, food access and consistency for folks in the area. And we are really excited to come for you to all to come see the space and to come meet our lovely vendors and to buy produce and be in community with one another. Mm -hmm. The South Delridge Farmers Market is this Saturday, October 9th from 11 to 3. It is located at Hope Academy on 18th Avenue Southwest. And the next market will be Saturday, November 13th. A big thank you to Rachel, Bilan, Asia, and everyone else at the market who talked to me. That is all for this episode of Podcast West Seattle. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about the podcast. Ratings and reviews are great, and I'd love for you to hit that follow button. But the best compliment to the show would be telling your friends about it. Thanks. And until next time, eat well, West Seattle.